You're listening to Fantasy Nightcap, a Fantasy Football Astronauts production, with your hosts, Fox and Shane. Welcome into the Fantasy Nightcap. I'm your bartender for the night, Fox, and with me, as always, is my regular Shane. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm all right. It's been a very long day, so I've already got my drink in hand ready to go. Yeah, I've already finished mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm almost there. Um, it, it's the end of the month in sales, um, so that's always a, a pressure-packed day, mm. but got two deals done, so we'll take that. Nice. Yeah, I just got a new job, and I thought I'd be leaving sooner for it and now I'm finding out it's probably going to be a month so now I have to sit on that at work knowing I'm leaving <laughs> so that's been fun I hope none of your co-workers listen uh, no they don't know what football is <laughs> that's funny no the only one that does doesn't know anything of what I do outside of work so gotcha by some random off chance, I don't think he'd even know who I am anyways by the fact that I don't go by my real name. So I'm safe. Oh, true. Forgot about that. Duh. Yes. <laughs> See, it keeps me safe. Yeah. What You sly fox, indeed. you. What were you drinking? I was drinking a Long Island iced tea mm. that was made out of my mother-in-law's early Christmas present, which is a Drinkworks machine, and it is basically like a Keurig, but for adult beverages, yeah. and it's amazing. So the little like intro pack that they gave her had a bunch of different drinks like margarita, mm. Long Island tea, whiskey sour, a bunch of different stuff. And so you literally just pop the pot in and then hit a button and it pours a drink for you. Nice. Can you, and you can, what's the, can you change like, you know how in coffee there's like the rich, the kind of, kind of settings like that? Can you change anything on them or is it pretty generic? Like to make it, it's pretty generic. Like you can't make it stronger or weaker or mm-hmm. anything like that. But the, the cool thing is like, it comes with coasters too and they give you all the recipes so like if you wanted to make something stronger you could just pour your own in it oh nice to make it stronger yeah my wife got me a a set of like jim beam for the um like 12 days of christmas but they're the as nick would call them nips so they're just a sampler but they have (laughs) on each like when you open each one um it's like an advent calendar. So like you have to pull the tab yeah. open, but on the inside of the yeah. tab, it gives you a recipe for each drink. And I'm like, this sucks. Oh, Cause cool. <laughs> you're not getting the amount that you need to put in the drink. Yeah. But I'm like, some of these sound delicious. I would try these, but then I'm like, I don't have enough. Cause I'm only having a, maybe a quarter of what I need. Yeah. So I cut some of them out to keep, but we'll see if I actually make them. Yeah, yeah. No, I had had never made a Long Island iced tea myself. I don't think I've ever I made one recipe on the um, the coaster, and I was like, "Ooh, I could make that." So, 
if I do, I will uh, share the recipe and let you guys know how it is. Yeah, that used to be one of my go-to drinks. Um, if we went to a certain like uh, restaurant when we'd all get off work mm-hmm. back in the day, and we'd get like a fish bowl of it, and I would just drink one by myself, and then they finally stopped letting that happen. Back in the day, yeah, because you're so old. Oh, this is probably. <laughs> This was probably 15 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So for those of you that don't know, that means I was 10. Yeah. (laughs) We won't make Fox reveal his age. Just that he's older. (laughs) Yeah. But no, now I get to enjoy the delights of the of Jameson and their Caskmate series. It's so good. Okay, so what is that? So the one I'm drinking tonight is the IPA Caskmates. And basically okay. what they do is, I think it's Goose Island is the beer they use. And they take their barrels that they made their IPA in. And then they have a stout one as well. And... That's what they put the whiskey in and use those barrels ah. instead. So if you want it to be even better, you drink it with an IPA and it's fantastic as like a nice little chaser. Interesting. Yeah. So when I found out they made these, I mean, that was all I was drinking for a while. I get a six pack of IPAs and a bottle of the, the um, IPA castmates. And just pour a little glass and have that with one of the beers. And it's such an awesome combo. Oh, so good. I'll have to try that sometime. Yes. And it's something they've kept, so it's not hard to find. Okay. That's that was going to be my fear. Remi- yeah. So one of my favorite beers, I can't remember what it call- what it's called now, but it's the Budweiser it's essentially the Budweiser version of that, but it's the reverse instead of the whiskey being held in the IPA barrels. It's the beer held in the whiskey barrels, Um, but it's the Budweiser. And I can't remember what the freaking name of it is. Um, It's it's Budweiser, so so it's not important. But it's such a good beer though. Yeah. The, the one I got was, like the holiday packs. I think me and if Nick have talked about it before when he was on and it's the, just the regular Jameson bottle, but it comes with mm. a taster of the stout and the IPA one. It's the copper lager and it's Jim beam. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Budweiser copper lager. I freaking love that. Thing. Never heard of it. You need to find it, or I need to find it and ship it to you. I don't like Budweiser, but I'd I'd try that. It's pretty good. Yes, the only only Budweiser I ever have is if I go and see my grandpa, because that's all he puts in his fridge. Nice. And odds are they're probably expired, but (laughs) it honestly probably tastes about the same, so I couldn't tell you if it's not skunked or if it's ripe and ready to go. LOL. Yeah. (laughs) And he's also the one that shouldn't be drinking 
and then he will message or like he'll tap me and be like, go get us some beer. <laughs> and then I get the look of death from my grandma when I bring it back. And I'm just doing what I'm told. <laughs> just respect to my elders. Exactly. I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You ready to get into it? Let's do it. <clears throat> we'll start with Thanksgiving and Deshaun Watson just picking apart the Detroit Lions. 318 and four touchdowns. Shocker. And uh, I don't know if that's going to change now after Will Fuller. Okay, so I don't know if you saw it, but one of their cornerbacks also tested positive and got suspended for six games and released an eerily similar statement really? to Fuller on Instagram. Yeah. So where they blamed somebody else. Yeah. Well, it was worded almost exactly the same as Fuller's was on Instagram. So either they both got screwed by the same doctor or they both lying out their butt. And this is what they were told to say. Interesting. I can honestly see it going both ways, but yeah. I could too, honestly. Do you think this impacts Watson pretty big or? I don't know, man, because I mean, Fuller to me isn't DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yes. But Cooks could be Fuller, if that makes sense. I'm with you. Like, talent-wise, yeah, yeah. I think they're probably more similar than Fuller and Hopkins are. So, I uh, I don't know. I don't think it would affect him too, too bad. It's obviously going to affect him a little bit, but he's also so freaking good, I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I think it's kind of be – you're going to just have to wait and find out. Yeah. Um, next is Mahomes – Oh my God. <laughs> 462 yards, three touchdowns. Mike, I mean, this was pretty much all done in one half. One quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, most of the yardage was done in one quarter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was, I hated it because I am fighting for a playoff spot in my main league. And mm-hmm. I was going against Hill, and the rest of his team was just, Shitting the bed. Booty. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. One hill touchdown. All right. That's fine. And then the second one, I was like, well, great. This is putting me in a bad spot. And because with some of our scoring, it, you know, you're getting point amplifiers for reaching certain yardage. Yeah. So I was getting hit with like extra points on top of it. And then that third touchdown, I was like, oh, great. And then it's, you know, showing me, hey, you're projected to lose now. Yeah. I think I'm going to survive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy because I had Monty and um, Robinson. So they brought me back. Yeah, no, I felt the same way in Scott Fishball. I was like, oh, yeah, I got this in the bag. Um, the guy even sent in our – we have a Lego Division group chat on Twitter. And he was like, yeah, I've been playing spoiler lately, but I kind of want to uh, let our guys get in there and get the best matchup. So who should I pick up and start at running back this week? It was Breida or somebody else. Um, 
And so I'm like, okay, he's starting Matt Breida. Like, I'll be fine. And then I go and check, and I'm like, who does have Tyreek in our our division? And it's the guy I'm playing. <laughs> so I'm winning by 16, but he's got Eric Ebron. So I need Eric Ebron. And with the scoring there, that it doesn't take much to get play. there. Yeah. 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 And it, it just it hurts because I think one of our other top shelf performances, yeah, is is on my bench. Oof. Yeah, last for the quarterbacks though is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's sitting on my Ooh, bench. I started him. Two eleven, four touchdowns. You kind of expected this after that loss last week that they were just gonna come in and just fire away. Yeah, I should have. I should have. I should have. Um, it was fun to watch as a Packers mm-hmm. fan. So, um, and that first touchdown catch by Devontae Ooh, was just absolutely That was gorgeous, nasty. yeah. So, yep, I'm probably just going to start Rodgers for the rest of Scott Fishbowl because that's the smart thing to yes. do. Yes, and you should start him everywhere because that's the smart thing to do. Yes. For running backs, Derrick Henry – the King of Winter, 178, three touchdowns. And I think this was pretty much all done in one half as well. I think so, too. Winter is coming. It, it is, it is it's, here. It, it, it's led by Mr. Henry. Yeah, it's here um, in Alabama because it's uh, like 25 degrees oh. on November 30th. What the hell? Yeah. It is not supposed to be this cold here this yet. I could take some cool. It's it's been in the seventies here and it's starting to get old. Oh my god, shut up. I'd kill for the seventies. It's right just now. hot here all the time and it just it gets annoying because I would like to actually have like a fall and a winter. Yeah, I understand that. Not just a mild summer. Come over it. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Next we got Antonio Gibson. 115, three touchdowns. He looks good, but I hated that it came to the, uh, on the expense of the Cowboys. Yeah, but I would pump the brakes just a little, not a lot, just a little. Yes, I would. Because it is, it's. The yes, I would agree. Like I've said earlier this season. My 91-year-old grandmother could score on the Cowboys' defense this year. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I still think it's With, it's nothing to just push to the side, but... No. I think he's talented, but if you look at his two best games, it's against the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Makes sense. And then Nick Chubb, 144 in a touchdown. He's looked great since he's come back. And I'm loving it. Yes. I'm loving it. Yes. And uh, presently mentioned, man of the hour, Tyreek Hill, 269 yards <laughs> and three touchdowns. Yes. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like that's – he almost – I think he had the third highest fantasy points scored in a game ever or since 1994 or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, that. Uh-oh. Well, I should just tell you how bad 
this the rest of this guy's team is if I'm able to pull off going against him. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I I didn't get to watch any of that game, but I was watching the replays before the Packers game came on. And they were all the commentators like anytime the replays came up were like, "Why are you playing man coverage mm-hmm. on Tyreek Hill?" I mean, the dude's nickname is Cheetah for a reason. Yeah. He's going to outrun anybody on the field. And he's got a quarterback that can <laughs> – a quarterback that probably yeah, over, overthrow him, and it's – He'd still yeah, catch it. It's overthrown for any other receiver, but not for him. I mean, he – Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was sad to watch, and they didn't seem to change any, any setup on him to double him or anything. It was just sad. Yeah, it, it was ugly. And then RIP, Will Fuller, 171, two touchdowns. It was fun while it lasted. Dude, I, I knew that he was going to be out after this game. He always has a blow-up game once a year, scores 40 points plus-ish, and then tears his ACL the next game, or in this case gets suspended. So I'm not surprised that he's not going to be playing for the rest of the year just surprised on how it came yeah so um fuller get your crap together hopefully this is like some fake witch doctor that actually screwed you and not you just making crap up yeah and then a name we don't see too often this season jarvis landry 143 and a touchdown finally i'm kind of mad about this one not because it happened but because i didn't like capitalize on it they were playing did, I think they played this game in Jacksonville, right? I think so. I can check. Yeah, so the first game in three weeks that hasn't been in Cleveland, and Cleveland has had decent weather Yeah. against a terrible defense. Like, I should have seen this coming, and I didn't. So, my bad. But I'm happy for you, Jarvis. Yeah. And the Browns are 8-3. and three. Let's go! Probably the worst 8-3 and three team. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the tight ends. <laughs> Robert Tanyan, 67 yards and a touchdown. Love that guy. Yes. And it, you know, it seems like this is going to be the tight end that you want in Green Bay. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I think he's only like 27. So he's still got plenty of time. Yeah. And then Gronk, 106. And he's been putting a string of games together lately to to where yeah, I'm comfortable putting a, him in my lineup every week. Definitely. Um, and he was a big part of their comeback this on Sunday um, when I was watching the replay. So, yeah, no, I Brady trusts him. That's the biggest thing. Right. So I would be very comfortable sticking him in your lineup every week. He's going to get you 10 to 12 points a week is what it's looking like. Yeah, agreed. And then finally, Evan Ingram. The game you've been waiting for, 129. Yep. And it probably won't happen again now that Jones is going to miss some time. Nope. So, follow-up question to that. Yeah. Um, do you think the Giants will draft a quarterback this year? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but at the same time, I would not be shocked. I think they're invested in Jones. 
yeah, I can't argue with that, but I don't know. He All he does is turn the ball over. <laughs> so. You know, I think they look at... I think they look at the fact that, hey, we're sitting in our division. The only other quarterback arguably better than ours is Dak Prescott. And and he's hurt. And they just sit there and we're going to take that for now. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And heck, I mean, I will get like, you're going to probably be like, Shane, you're wrong because Baker sucks. But, um, I would put him and Baker in the same category because Baker, I mean, had 20 interceptions last year and was fumbling the ball a a ton. But the thing, like, Baker's looked better this year. I don't think he, I mean, he's not a world beater. I'm not going to deny that. But he's looked better because he's actually gotten protection. His coach doesn't suck. um, And he's doing what he's supposed to. But it's also Baker's fourth coach and fourth offensive coordinator in three years. And I think Jones is on about the same path, too. Um, I don't think either of them has had a ton of consistency with coaching, and that's hard. Um, so I think if – I think with him staying in the same system, same with Baker, like you'll see improvement over the next year or two. Um and I think they are both teams are both invested in those guys. Yeah, I think you're right on that. And I, I'd probably put them in the same tier. Maybe Baker just a little bit ahead of him, but that could switch on any given week. Yeah. And now for the flat performances Jared Goff, 198, two interceptions, a fumble, no touchdowns. So how do you Yeesh. feel about trading up for him in our midseason dynasty startup? I don't feel good. <laughs> I I think there's better days ahead. I don't. I mean, yeah, this game was just bad. But I know he's had a couple of these. It, Here's what I'm not a huge I, fan of his, I, but I I don't yeah. think he's this bad. No, I, here's what I think. The, here's what you get with golf. You get two or three good games in a yes. row. And then he has a stinker. Mm-hmm. And it's against someone he shouldn't have a stinker against sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just who golf is. I think the system, I think basically what happens is he, he, he does well in McVay's system for a game. His talent wins does well for another game and then he gets put in situations that he doesn't know how to get out of and that's where you see him have a bad game yeah absolutely and like the 49ers defense even though they're they're all banged up this year they figured it out it's good yeah like fundamentally you know they're going to be a sound defense so um I kind of felt like this was a golf trap game and was saying it all week on Twitter. Um, like if you're picking golf, don't for this. Yep, week. I played so. him ahead of uh, cousins in my, one of my other leagues. Ow! I still won, so I feel okay, worst. but it, okay, it didn't go. feel good. I had Gibson and uh, McLaurin and someone else, but nice. who all provided some solid play. So, they bailed me out. And again, this team also just did not do well against me at all. 
Nice. But yeah, we were. You think his was bad, but then you see Derek Carr at two fifteen, oh. an interception, three fumbles, oh, pulled in the fourth, and Peterman comes in and has a higher finish <laughs> for fantasy. Dude, I started him in so many DFS lineups. Uh, it hurts. Yep, me too. I was like, oh, this is a smash. Like $5,600 on DraftKings. Yes, sir. And then he drops this. Yeah. Ugly performance. I don't think too much of it, but I almost think that, like, if it's like against the Chiefs and, t- and teams he's not supposed to beat, that's where he shines. And then teams he's supposed to have a good game against, that's where he falls apart. Yeah. And I mean, he's had a good year overall. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this is probably his worst game, and he hasn't had one that's really been even comparable to this this year. Yeah, this was bad. Not this no. bad, at least. No. And then Kyler Murray's on here, 170 in an interception. I kind of put this on the shoulder a little bit, but. Yeah. Uh, not super weird. No, it. I wouldn't be either. Um, I mean, Belichick is Belichick. He's going to f- – if anyone's going to be able to stop someone like Kyler Murray, it's going to be him. So. Yeah. And Andy, like you said, he was banged yeah. up, so I'm not worried about that. Yeah, running backs, Dalvin Cook, 61 rush yards. He got hurt in this one. Okay, that was – I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I know he came back, but still, I'm not worried about it. Everything I've seen says he's back and should be good to go next week. Um, Alvin Kamara, 54 yards, only had one reception in this one. And I think as long as Taysom Hill is behind center, Kamara is going to be the odd man out in this offense. I want to cry. I, I I hate it so much. Taysom Hill, this is a personal message from me and everyone in the fantasy community. <laughs> Not just Alvin Kamara owners. Go away. The only person that likes you is Sean Payton. Just go away. It sucks because it's working. So he's not going to disappear. No. And that's, that's the hard and part. And their defense, I mean, their defense is playing extremely well too. So, like, they don't have to score points yeah. right now. Well, it helps when you have a, a wide receiver at quarterback when you're on the defense there. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as, as long as Breeze is out, I think his Kamara's value just – you're just not going to see any passing volume. And then the rushing okay, still so goes to, to Taysom Hill. I, I I hate it. Well, I have a question for you for a friend, and that friend is actually me. <laughs> Would you start Kamara or Latavius Murray? Oh. You gotta play your studs. I'd still I'd still play Kamara. Because the, the, the game you don't, he blows up. Yeah, that's exactly what you still got to play him. I mean, honestly, I I think you can play both. Okay. But what are you doing with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Thirty-seven rushing yards. Let's you know. Oddly enough, I think I'm going to chalk this up to the game. Yeah. And they were throwing it all over Tampa Bay. So why run the ball? True. 
He didn't look particularly good when he did run either, though. Yeah. I don't know. Their offensive line, I don't think, has played great from a run-blocking standpoint. Yeah. I'm I'm still not. I'm, I think he'll be fine. All right. Wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, another poor game here, only 55 yards. This was probably because of Kyler. Yeah, I'm not worried yet. If I think if you see another one like this, it's time to maybe look at it, but I, I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Stephon Diggs, only 39 yards. They were looking his way. I mean, he, I think he had seven receptions in this game, but... Yeah, I think I remember seeing his stat line. It was weird. Yeah. Super high receptions, but super low yardage. No, they went everywhere else. And they tried to run this one a little bit more as well, but I mean. Well, and John given, Brown was out. Yeah. So he probably got a lot more attention than he normally does because, I mean, who's going to double cover Cole Beasley? Yeah. He, he means superstar quarterback Cole Beasley throwing touchdowns out there? Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, those should have been Diggs targets, but that was an awesome play to see. <laughs> and then Cooper Cup, 41 yards, only had two receptions in this one. Everything went to Woods when they were throwing, which I'm all for. But I chalked this one up just to the poor gameplay. Same. And then same with the next one here for our tight ends. Waller only 23 yards, Fant only 13 yards, and I think he had the only reception of the game. He did um, have the only reception of the game for the Broncos. Yeah, so once, so that once was, I saw that. He should really probably be a top-shelf performance just for that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, once I saw the situation there, he immediately was pulled from my, my lineup. Yeah, and I went, smart move. Yeah, there. I got lucky and had Gasicki to sub in there. Oh, lucky you. And then Jordan Reed, two receptions, 18 yards. I kind of thought this one would be a bigger game from him, but it was the Debo show. Yeah, same here. But having Debo and their other guys come back, I think that helped a lot. Yeah, I think he'll be fine going forward. And now let's get into the waivers. Uh, let's do it to it. Devontae Booker. He's only 15% owned. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs may or may not miss time. Oh. The x-rays came back negative. I saw that today. Yeah. Um, I st- if they're smart, they'll rest him. Because um, I think they're... I don't think they're automatically in the playoffs yet, but I know they're... they got work to do. Pretty... They've got work to do, but I think they're they've got a decent shot at it. Yeah. Um, especially with the seventh playoff spot. So if they're smart, they'll bench him at least for a week. Um, How much fab are you spending on him then? On Booker, I have ten dollars on the show sheet. I would say anywhere from ten to twenty dollars. Okay. Um, and the the reason I'm I'm probably lower on that is even with Jacobs out. He's not Jacobs. No. And I don't think he'll be able to produce at Jacobs-like levels, um, even if he gets all the opportunity. So, For sure. Um, um, 
maybe we'll see a little more rugs um, and they'll get a little more creative with the offense and get rugs involved um, in the run game and, and things like that. But if it's just the Booker show, I don't know if I want to go full bore into that if I don't have to. Yeah, I don't blame you. What about Cam Akers? Only 33%. Uh, I mean, I think it's starting to show that this is becoming his backfield. I mean, it's definitely. It's not pretty because they're still getting a mix of Henderson and stuff in there, but I think he's going to eventually be the guy. Yeah, I think he's starting to fully take over. Um, and I'm looking to spend a about $25 if he's available on the waiver wires. He's looked good the past two weeks when he's played. Um, he got his first touchdown last week, and he got another one this week. Uh, and he ended up with a – is that right? A 27% snap share, um, which seems crazy low. But his snap share is going to keep increasing if he keeps playing like this. And um, I, I'm all about it. I kind of want – I want to get him where I can. <laughs> what about Latavius Murray? He's higher on 67%, but if he's available, is mm-hmm. he somebody you're grabbing? Yes. Um, especially – like if you're the – so I've got $15 here on our show sheet yeah. as the free agent bid. If you're the Camaro owner, I'm throwing 25 to 30 Um, And I know that probably seems crazy, but I am a huge advocate for handcuffs. Um, And he's he's not a normal handcuff, I don't think. I feel like he's he's good enough to be a flex play every week. Um, Now, some weeks that's going to be a really low-end flex play for you, but like this week, he would have probably won you your matchup if you started him in your flex. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, especially if I'm the Camaro owner, I'm putting a little bit more in for sure. Yeah. Um, if you are looking for tight ends, does Kyle Rudolph tickle your fancy? Only 28% owns. Uh, yeah, a little bit, just because I don't do we know if Thielen was confirmed to have COVID? You know, I saw one thing that said he was, but then I haven't seen anything followed up since then. So I am not. The reason I ask is that if he doesn't have COVID, then he's probably good to come back. If he did have COVID, then there's a small chance that he doesn't come back. So then their receivers are basically Justin Jefferson and Kyle Rudolph if Irv Smith isn't back um, also. So um, he's the best option to me that we have for a tight end. That's, I mean, he's only owned in 28% of leagues. So yeah, um, I'm throwing $5, maybe 10 at him um, as a streaming option for tight end, especially this late into the season. Cause he seems to get touchdowns. Yeah. With um, Greg Olson out, does Jacob Hollister tickle your fancy at all? Not, no. Okay. He's, I mean, if you need someone, throw a zero bit at yeah. him if you don't have better options. For sure. So, receivers, put Colin Johnson on here. He's 
This is more if um, Shark doesn't come back. But this yeah. is also more of a um, a sleeper for Dynasty. Oh, yeah, I'm here for it as a sleeper for Dynasty. I actually own him in a couple leagues, and he's sitting on my bench with, like, 19 points, and I freaking love it. Um, kid's a, a hoss. Like, he's not a small person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be pretty good if he actually gets the opportunity. Right. Um, and we'll see what happens with, with Chark. Um, if he can still get out there and, and play – and Johnson goes back to being a bench warmer, then maybe next year, kid. But if Shark is out for a while, which, I mean, they're not playing for anything. No. They're literally trying to lose. So you might as well bench him, let him get healthy, get stronger, um, and just prepare for next season. Right. Then, heck yeah, I'm Re- going after Colin Johnson. Redraft, you're probably not even trying to pick him up. Mm, but no. how much in Dynasty are you putting him in? Unless your friends listen to this podcast or are really deep into it, into to, to fantasy Twitter, you're probably going to be able to get away with a, a low bid. So I'd probably go $5 just to be a little safe. Right. Um, but yeah, five ten dollars $10 max. I gotcha. Alan Lazard, I put him on here. I know he's a little higher owned at 59%, but if he's out there, how much are you putting on him? I'm throwing fifteen dollars okay. at him. Um, I think that's probably a pretty decent bid, especially if, like you said, he's a higher owned player. So if he is there, there's a reason for mm-hmm. it. Your league either doesn't like him, doesn't trust him. I don't know, but um, I'd throw fifteen dollars at him and, and go snag him because he has seemed to build trust with Rogers this year as well. And Rogers less than Brady is is big on trust. Um, he, he seems a little more generous with it, I think, yeah. than Brady. Um, and all the comments that I've heard um, and read on Packers Twitter is that this is like Aaron's favorite offense that he's worked with. Um, it's a good. He said it's a good mix of old and young guys, and the old guys are kind of like, yeah, we're cool and hip, and the young. The young guys are just like, yeah, I want to learn from Aaron Rodgers. Like, give me more. Um, so, I'm I'm definitely trying to get Alan Lazard mm-hmm. um, if you need a receiver. Definitely. And then same with the Curtis Samuel, sixty five percent. But if he's out there, this is is this a must add too? Yes. How much? Um, twenty five dollars at least. Okay. Yeah, I think I would almost uh, – it'd be him or Lazard that would be top of my list, yeah. but I think Samuel would just – the connection just a he's little had. More yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's been a little more cons- consistent with Teddy, um, and I know part of that's because Lazard got hurt, but they like to spread the ball around a little bit more in Green yeah. Bay. Um, as you saw, I think four different people caught a touchdown um, last night. So, um, I think Samuel's just got, I wouldn't even call it better report, but just better opportunity to continue to produce like he is. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think he's in a contract year. Yeah. So, he's trying to get that bread. And then the last two for receiver, Kiki Kuti and Isaiah Coulter. Coulter, to me, was more of a flyer and more of a dynasty ad. I think 
Yeah. QT would be the one to add now. I'm not spending more than $5 on either one. Okay. I'd spend five on both. Um, like if you're the fuller owner, then you definitely need to put a bid on at least one of these guys. Um, because you're kind of screwed. Yeah. <laughs> and then for quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, he seems to have turned it on. Yes, sir. How much are you putting down on him? He's only 38% owned. That's kind of shocking, to be honest. Um, well, after those that stretch I mean, he had, yeah, he I'd probably drop him too. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, I've got ten to fifteen dollars here on the show sheet. I feel like that's a minimum. Um, I'd say fifteen dollars is a minimum, up to probably thirty. Um, and I know that's probably a wide range, but again, we always say, read your room, read your, your league exactly. and you know what people are going to bid. Um, and you know what people still have money at this point. So, um, if he's out there and you can, can get him, then I would, um, definitely in Superflex. and Superflex, He's almost a must add. I, think. I was going to say, I um, doubt he's available in Superflex. I'm assuming this has got to be more standard as one QB. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if you if there was someone who, like you said, got pissed and yeah, that's true. and cut him. But um, they're probably crying to themselves and drinking a full bottle of wine because they let Kirk Cousins go. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last or the other name I have on here is Ryan Fitzpatrick. This honestly is weird to say, but I kind of put it on here as like a quarterback handcuff because it's honestly seems like with Tua right now you don't know, dude. It's such a weird situation there. Um, and I think, to, ugh, I hate to say it, but I think two is a little more hurt than they wanted to let mm-hmm. on. Um, which is, I mean, I said it the whole, I said it from the day they drafted him. Do not let him play this year. Do not let him play this year. Let him sit the whole year. I don't care what the situation mm-hmm. is with the team. Yep. Um, let him sit an entire year get fully healthy, learn the offense, get into an NFL routine, and and then have him start because he's good when he's healthy. Exactly. And I know you don't. I know you don't agree with that, but I agree with that. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of his, so I don't think he should be on the field at all. Well, yeah, but that's what that's what I meant. Is I know you don't. Oh, yeah. Think he's very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with your your point though. So I feel like that would have been the best the best way to handle that situation. So where we don't have to have Ryan Fitzpatrick on this list as a quarterback mm-hmm. handcuff, which is the weirdest thing ever. But um, but I mean, to me, I've kind of been doing that. We're trying to to sell that narrative with Foles and Trubisky all year too. Yeah. Um, in different leagues that I'm in where I had one or the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd spend $10 on, on Fitz magic. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm desperate at quarterback, I'd maybe spend a little bit more, but you don't know if he's going to yeah. be the guy or not. So exactly. Yeah. Hopefully you're not in that situation, but it's 2020. Yeah. And I put Jalen Hurts yes. on here and, this was before we watched the 
trash heap shit show that is Carson Wentz. Yeah. The Eagles are bad. No, Carson Wentz is bad. Well, yeah. And so is Miles Sanders, but mainly Carson Wentz. He... I can just go on for days. He's absolute trash, and it's time to, it's time to make the change. Yeah. Um, I, this draft pick did not make sense to me. Mm-mm. But they are looking like geniuses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Jalen Hurts. Like, I'm an Auburn fan to the bone. But I love Jalen Hurts. That is a good kid um, with a heart of gold. And I, I have him in one league, and his nickname one sleeper is Role Model because that's exactly what he is. <laughs> so I want this kid to succeed simply because he's that good of a person. Um, and I think he will. I think he improved um, – under Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma and kind of my biggest knock on him when he was at Alabama was if he got in trouble, he just kind of threw it up to his number one receiver and prayed that they would go up and get it. And most of the time that worked, um, at Oklahoma, he didn't do that. He seemed to develop more as a passer. Um, so I, I think they're kind of a genius for this pick. And, uh, I mean, yeah, especially with this year, I mean, Wentz leads the league in interceptions. He just, I mean, even when he's he, probably up there for fumbles too. Even when he has good I games, think. I, I think he, he was or is. But I mean, even his, what you'd want to call good games, he still looks awful. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's an offensive line problem. It's a Carson Wentz problem. Like, the sack he takes, the interception. Counter that with it's both. I think it's honestly more him though. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's an offensive line problem showing you. I think the offensive line probably helped hide how bad he is. If that makes no, sense. No, I agree with that. Because he For had. Sure. Cause, I mean, there's times where he's got time in the pocket, and then some of these throws that are just, <laughs> I mean, you're thrown to the other team with no, no yeah. one on your time on your side well, in the area. That's not offensive line. That's just a bad quarterback. No. And what, what is such a shame is how much money they paid him for absolutely no reason. They paid him as if he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I don't get it. It's these yeah. it's these contracts that you give to Carr, to Goff, to Wentz that in no way have they earned no. to get that money. And then they go out the next year and show you. I think Carr's the only one I would argue has somewhat made it worth it, but even then, way overpaid. Definitely. And I like Carr. Like I think Carr's kinda underrated to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um but He's not top top QB no, money. No. Love and you know what? He's a you know he's a good starter. You know who's gonna get the bag next that absolutely doesn't deserve it? Don't say it. You know who I'm talking about. And it's gonna Don't happen and it. he's gonna be exactly like these guys. Don't say it. Fact that I don't have to say it, Baker Mayfield. 
should tell you enough. Because that's what's going to happen. agree to disagree. <laughs> He's going to get way and too I much money. I will leave it at that. Yeah. That's true. And to, uh, to close it out here with playoffs coming up, we're going to do some chasers. Guys, you need to handcuff. Um, Alexander Madison. This is counterintuitive to our, our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> True. But guys, you got to have Alexander Madison, yep. Latavius Murray. Yep. We have Kareem Hunt on here, and he, I think he kind of falls in with the Jamal Williams where it's guys you probably should have had already. And I guess Latavius Murray would be there too. But yeah. it's guys you're definitely making sure you have. Tony Pollard, Cam Akers, Devontae Booker. Is there anyone else? Yeah. Um, I added Kareem Hunt just because um, him and Joe are a good one-two punch. And you should have definitely already had him. Oh, I feel like there was one, and I'm totally. Oh, JD McKissick. Yes, yes, absolutely. JD JD McKissick is a huge one that you need to have. Um, him and Gibson are seemingly pairing well together, um, which I know is frustrating for Gibson owners. But I mean, McKissick is still performing, yeah. and Gibson is performing. Mm-hmm. So, um, JD McKissick is definitely one that I would throw on this list. Yeah, and um, I would even say maybe. Um... Chase Edmonds, just in case anyone dropped him yep. when Drake came back, which if you knew what you're doing, you dumb. shouldn't have. Yep. But I mean, that's just another name to look out for, just in case. Um, yep. I would almost say Henderson. Don't. Just make sure nobody dropped him either. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, if you've got Acres, you need Henderson, and if you've got Henderson, you need you need Acres. Um, <laughs> Maybe Tevin Coleman, um, or even Jarek McKinnon. Um, <clears throat> I, you and I've talked about it. I don't love that 49ers backfield no. just because you never know who's going to get the ball. No, and as long as most are healthy, it's his. It's his backfield. Yeah, but so that wraps it up for us here. Make sure to follow us over at Fantasy Nightcap on Twitter. And follow Shane at FFShaneB, and you can follow me at CarbonFox underscore FF. And don't forget to keep up with the show with updates throughout the week. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Nightcap, where we serve you fantasy advice. Straight, no chaser. Don't forget to check out our newest section of our website, AstroWare. That's right, we have Astro Merch, so you can have the coolest t 